I mean, Adam, have your boys asked you about some of those deep, dark, awful nights in your past? Yes, that is dinner time conversation where they just go, Father, tell us what are the worst <laughs> tell things us you've ever war done. Story. <laughs> <laughs> yes, tell they us about Nam, Dad. They do know some things. I mean, we we you know, I all of us parents are just running an experiment. We don't know how this experiment's going to end, yeah, sure. and so with right. some of that stuff from our past. I mean, my wife and I were were uh life changed a lot for us in college and we were very immature yeah just letting them know about some of the mistakes we made and what we wished we would have done which always feels so hypocritical because it's just like i'm do as i say not as i did right and well you don't want to glorify it you don't want to wear it as a badge you don't want to laugh about it you want it to be an appropriate warning that's right which is what what we're we're talking talking about about today. today All right, I like that. Great intro into that. So we have been doing a three-part series. This is part three on Office Fight Club. We're breaking the first rule. We're talking about it. Conflict is inevitable. It is not a necessary evil. It is a necessary opportunity. We talked about that first episode. Then last episode, last week, we talked about here's some ways to engage in that conversation for a lot of leaders, just a lot of humans. That's the hardest part. How do I start the conversation? So we gave you some things to think about there. And today we're just going to talk about some common pitfalls. So this may be during the conversation, you're having a hard conversation with somebody, or you know, maybe on the front end, some mistakes, common mistakes. We've got some research that we're going to talk about from these folks at University of Denver. They've got this these four concepts, these four big pitfalls that we're going to talk through that may be, you know, the terminology may be new to people, but I promise once I explain it, everybody will be like, yep, done that. Yep. Oh, she does that. Yep. Oh, that's his. You know, we've all experienced this. But uh, but before we get into those, what would you say there is one big, massive pitfall that we can all fall into from time to time when it comes to conflict? And what is it, Clay? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, if somebody were to ask me what's the most common problem people have or the most common mistake people make about conflict is they don't have it. That's right. Right. They avoid it. I mean, I, and 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 guilty. I mean, so am I. Some of my least favorite moments are times where I, I knew I needed to have a conversation and I didn't have it. I let it fester. I let it, you know, I ruminated on it. I just, I, I, I let it grow. It, it, it's like the snowball, right? Or like um, an author that I read said, uh, negative emotions that we have not processed, unprocessed negative emotions go into the basement of our soul and lift weights. <laughs> so visual. Like I just, I think of my bitterness just down there, just preacher curling yeah, right just now. Swole. That's yeah, right. Just looking That's in right. the mirror. That's exactly right. And yeah. it is, uh, it is amazing. What a great conversation starter. Like, so who's the ripped dude in the basement of your soul right now? And just try to mm-hmm. talk about That's some right. of those unprocessed emotions. That's really good. Well, we think it's gonna, we think, you know, that, what is that phrase? You know, time heals all wounds, right? Of course it doesn't. I mean, time can be a friend. Time can be a gift. Time can help you get some objectivity and, you know, lower your, you know, lower your anger about it a bit, get it rational, think about it a bit more. But in the end, uh, really being led by this desire to keep short accounts with people so that it doesn't become something bigger than it actually is. So, so it doesn't snowball is, is just better. So I, yeah, I would say the most common mistake that we all make is we, don't have it. And so I hope that the last episode will at least give you part two of this will give you a game plan for, all right, it doesn't have to be so intimidating. Part one would give you maybe some motivation to go, all right, I want to grow. And then today, I love this little acronym you're going to give about some of the 
the common mistakes that we all make once we really do have it. Yeah, because if we want to get better at this, if we think about conflict, maybe it's the first time we've said this, conflict resolution is a skill. This is a skill like communication and other leadership skills. We can get better at it. And if we're going to get better at it, we got to learn where our ditch is. What are some of our common ditches? Okay, Scott Stanley and his team, University of Denver, studying relationships, interpersonal relationships, they identified and labeled four common barriers. So let me go through each of these real quick. They are withdrawal, escalation, negative interpretation, and invalidation. Withdrawal, escalation, negative interpretation, invalidation. Withdrawal is... Is weenie? Weenie, W-E-N-I. So we want to avoid being weenies. Or you can mix them up. Don't be a weenie. Or you can can make it wine if you want to. And if you do these, it'll cause people to drink excessive (laughs) amounts of wine. We have a lot of day drinkers. A lot of Stay away from the wine. Alcohol talk. That'd be great. Is day drinking a problem in your office? Maybe it's because you're doing this. You're avoiding conflict. You're withdrawing. So let's talk through. So uh, withdraw is this. It's just the unwillingness to stay in a difficult conversation, an important conversation. And and I'm sorry, you don't just mean physically stay in it, but it's emotionally withdrawing as well, well, right? Both of those can happen. So you can have the person that is like, and I'm not taking this conversation, and they just get up I'm and leave. I'm out of here. Yeah, <laughs> that typically only or most often happens at home, not in the office. So if we're going to keep right. this focused at the office, not a lot of people just get up and run out, although it does happen. But in the office, most often it is an emotional shutdown, and somebody is giving you all the clues that they would rather be anywhere else in the world than in this conversation Right now, so they could be folding their arms. They could be doing quick nodding. They're not paying attention to you. They're just kind of spacing out. They are not even arguing or engaging in the conversation. They're just quickly giving in. All of those are signs that they are withdrawing. They are shutting down from this conversation. So if we shut down from a conversation and we're not willing to engage in it, that's a ditch. That's that's not going to help us resolve it. Um, the escalation is... We start the hard conversation, emotions get involved, and now we just keep ratcheting things up. So Clay, you and I, let's say you're my boss, and I come to you and say, hey, Clay, if you could please start to answer your emails on time. And you're like, oh, yeah, I would love to start answering emails on time when you start sending shorter emails, okay? And I'm like, all right, it's on. Yeah, and I'll send shorter emails when you quit listening to your voicemails on speakerphone, and then it, you know, it ends with you slashing my tires. And so that is escalation. <laughs> it just keeps and, going and up. The- the most common way we escalate is by bringing other issues into yes. it, right? By going, you know, well, the one thing that I've never told you is that that time that you said that you thought I was a lousy employee, I actually heard you say that to Jim seven years ago, and I've never brought it up before until now. <laughs> until, right? now. until now, when we're talking about why I'm having to work on Saturdays so much. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> that that's escalation it's bringing yeah. a lot of things in but it it is escalation is typically when you leave the conversation and you're embarrassed you're embarrassed by the way you behaved mm-hmm. you feel bad about things you've said you know the whole toothpaste comes out of the tube and you can't get it back in there so escalation often leads to multiple conversations that you need to ask forgiveness and, and clean up and sometimes with hr as well as well you can sometimes have a mediator there. And it's called Toby from the office. He's there to help. So, okay. So that's withdrawal. That's escalation. Negative interpretation. You have a superpower and the superpower is, you know how to read between the lines. You know how, you know what everybody's secret motive is. And so when you're in a conversation with somebody and they say, 
can the project be done on Thursday rather than on Friday, rather than just going, oh, there may be a, a valid reason why they want this done a day earlier. You're like, there they are again. They're never satisfied. They always think my job is easy. And so you start to tell yourself They're trying all to these, sabotage me. That's right. And you tell yourself all these stories. Time, right. So you're looking at your observing behavior and you're negatively interpreting the motives and the intent behind that is so good, Adam, because it is so common, right? Uh, Brene Brown calls that, you know, the, the the first draft that we always write is the worst draft, right? It's the one that we always write about that person that says, oh, they're, of course, they're trying to destroy me when we have to stop and go, wait a second, is that actually true? Could there be another explanation? Is there a plausible uh, excuse for why they're doing what they're doing and when we can convince ourselves that there at least might be, then we get out of that cycle of the negative interpretation. That's right. That's right. So negative interpretation is a big one. And then the last one is invalidation. When somebody is being vulnerable, they are talking to you. They're talking about the way they feel. You just invalidate them, meaning you cut them down. You tell them it's stupid. You tell them they shouldn't be feeling that way. Uh, you try to quickly minimize any sort of negative emotion that they are feeling right now by just sweeping sweeping it under the rug and saying it's not that big of a deal. So all four of those are ditches. We've all done all of them. Some of us, we probably have one or two that we is our go-to. That's the one we really like. That's the one we struggle with the most. But every single one of us has done all of those at some point in our life. And what we need to recognize is what we're talking about. Those are pitfalls. Those are things that do not help the conversation move forward. They don't help us resolve. Oftentimes, they can make the conflict worse. And what I find very interesting about those four things, the withdrawal, the escalation, negative interpretation, and validation, all four of them are bad. But Clay, there is one that is the worst of the worst, and then there's one that is the best of the worst. So all bad, but one of them is the worst of the worst, causes the most long-term damage in relationships personally and professionally. But do you want to take a guess at which one is the worst of the worst? I would say it's negative interpretation. That one is probably the most common, as you mentioned, but it's not the worst of the worst. The worst of the worst is withdrawal. And the the lo the logic there is if two people are not going to engage in the conversation, there is no hope because as you just said, time doesn't heal all those wounds. And so then the logic then would be okay, if there's all, again all four of them are bad, so the best of the worst is escalation. And you know, we got to put the caveat, this gives you no license to just go and unleash fury on people and just start telling them exactly what you're thinking. But the logic holds there, at least you're talking. So yes, you may be making things worse, but at least you're communicating. And as long as two people are communicating, there still is hope that it will be resolved. And so, I, and it, which I think is very interesting because if it, when I get in front of groups of leaders and I ask them to rank them from top to bottom, They'll typically say escalation is the worst, which is just this general level that we have, especially always here in the making West. it worse. That's right. right. And we're just like, stay in control of your emotions. Never, never lose your cool. Those are all things that we value, especially here in the West. And, um, but that one is better <laughs> than negatively interpreting or withdrawing. That's really, that makes total sense. Yeah. So the, the invalidation reminds me of that, you know, oh, so common term right now in culture, gaslighting, right? I mean, that's the idea of gaslighting is that, you know, you're crazy that you're even feeling that way and what you should be feeling or what you're supposed to be feeling or what I bet you're probably feeling. It's when someone's trying to tell you how to feel. That is, uh, that's, that is 
just a recipe for disaster. But that's an excellent. Those are um, so helpful. And I do love that it is amazing how things are easier to remember with an acronym. I mean, it can be cheesy, but it's helpful to have a device like that. But withdrawal, escalate, negative interpretation, invalidation. I had not heard that before we started talking today. And so that's, I will not forget it. Yeah. I would imagine that's something. So let's just talk about a couple things we can do to combat those. So with with, uh, withdrawal, withdrawal, um, a lot of times, and this is going to sound cheesy, but hang with me here, the timeout. Uh, Taking a timeout from a hard conversation is not withdrawing. That is taking a timeout so you can gather your thoughts. So some of us that are internal processors or maybe our emotional height, uh, we, we go to an emotionally heightened state when the tension is high. Sometimes the best thing we can do is say, can I get 10 minutes? Can I get an hour? Can I come back tomorrow? I just need to think about this. So I want to engage in this conversation. I'm not avoiding it. I'm not withdrawing. I just need a timeout. That's right. And so sometimes as leaders, we need to recognize when somebody's shutting down and saying, would you, you know, we can lead there and go, would you like a couple hours? You want to talk about this tomorrow? Do you need some time? So that, that's one way to think about that with escalation it is uh, some advice because that's my ditch right now um, is my is escalation. Sometimes for me, if I'm in a meeting and I, I, I've got to watch when my heart rate starts to go up and when my heart rate goes up, what I need to do is I need to, to get my hands in my pockets or sit on my hands and I need to talk very slowly and very deliberately. And so that is one of the ways that I can avoid escalation is to be able to do that. I, and yeah, you have one as well. Well, one, one other one, Bob Goff and Love Does talks about palms, living palms up. He says when attorneys that he's training, when they're getting deposed, he forces them to sit palms up with their hands in their lap. Because it's really hard to get aggressive when your hands are in your pocket, when you're sitting on your hands or when your hands are palms up. But that's an excellent little... Um, Thing to remember if we're tempted to escalate. Yep. Negative interpretation. Here's what we need to do. We need to, as you alluded to, not trust the first draft of the story we tell ourselves, and we need to seek clarity. Hey, I saw this the other day, and I assumed it was for this for this reason. I may not be right. What you know? Is there was I right or was I wrong there? Um, or can you speak to that? Why why you did that? Because I bet there's some information that I'm missing. We, we've said that a few times in this little series here. So just asking questions, not assuming you know. And then with invalidation, I mean, that's that's as close as I can get to just don't do it. <laughs> so when people feel something, let them feel things. To acknowledge their emotion doesn't mean you agree with them. Just go, thanks for sharing that. Thanks for telling me how you feel about this and then move forward. So um and especially for somebody that is a minimizer, somebody that likes to bring more calm, um, it is okay if people experience emotion and they get a little a little animated sometimes. It's not the end of the world, and it doesn't mean they're immature. It just means they're expressive right now. Let them, let them go for a moment and then go, thanks for sharing that. It's not wrong. It's just different than you. It's different than you. And so um, just resisting that urge to just shut it down tell them thanks. Thanks for sharing. So again, exhaustive things that we could talk about that. We could go on and on, but those are a few quick quick hits there on ways to avoid it. But I love how we started this conversation, Clay. The biggest pitfall is just not having this convers- not having a hard conversation at all. And that's um, that's one that we, we've got to have courage and just lean into these. Well, I, I do hope that this series, I mean, it's been helpful for me. So I hope it's also been helpful for our listeners to gain some awareness to gain some courage and really to see this as a skill that you can get better at no matter how good you are or how bad you feel at conflict if you want to be a great leader you've got to at least be willing to say this is a skill that i'm improving in 
because our world, we're not having less conflict. We're really having, it having seems more. like we're having more of it. And the great leaders know how to have it and know how to keep moving forward, even in the middle of it. That's right. All right, Clay, good stuff. As always, great to be with you. Well, that's all we got for today's episode of the How to Lead podcast. You can always reach out to us via email. We can be reached at info at howtolead.work. That's info at howtolead.work. Every episode is mixed and edited by the team over at Sound of a Rose. You can learn more about them at soundofarose.com. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you again next time.